Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Stafford joining you from Ottawa, downtown, not out at Brook Street this year. The Edmonton Oilers are over at the Canadian Tire Centre. Uh, the team will be uh, taking on the Ottawa Senators tomorrow, the Montreal Canadiens on Sunday. Oilers coming off of a 2-1 shootout loss in which Stuart Skinner stole them a point. A very underwhelming performance from Edmonton albeit a team that is 8-0-2 in their last 10 games. This is Oilers Now. It's presented by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Lots to get to. First half hour of the show, uh, a discussion. On uh, last night's game, we'll get into some of the audio, hear from some of the people that were uh, participating in the game. It's a significant uh, date for Oilers fans as well. We'll talk a bit about that. Uh, maybe uh, a comment or two on the meandering nature of the NHL trade deadline. And speaking of which, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service at 12.35. Edmonton plays Ottawa tomorrow. 10.30 puck drop Edmonton time. Gord Wilson, longtime uh, radio broadcaster for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, he will join us and then at 1.35, the Oilers are in Montreal on Sunday for Super Bowl Sunday. Edmonton's sporting icon, former heavyweight champ, the NHL Montreal-based media personality, George LaRock. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Country music star Gord Bamford takes the stage at the River Cree tonight. The River Cree also has the Super Bowl watch party that takes place Sunday. The River Cree Resort Casino excitement bet on it. Three, open 365 24-7. And the Ashley Fine Floors text line. That's how you can get hold of us. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Jed Studios. Brendan, how you doing? Things are good today, Bob. Things are good. Uh, the game last night wasn't, but things are good today. Yeah, absolutely. You can reach me at Bob underscore Stopper, Brendan at uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. The show Twitter account has over 40,000 followers at Oilers now. Um, we'll get to last night's game, but our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments or no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Um, do not be surprised if you see Yesapoli Arby in the lineup in either uh, tomorrow's game against Ottawa or Montreal. But our top story is actually today is the one-year anniversary of Jay Woodcroft being named 
the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Here we go. The Oilers have gone 55-27-8 with Woodcroft as a head coach. In terms of points percentage, since the time that Jay took over, February 10th of last year, the Oilers have the fourth best points percentage in the NHL at 6.56. They got the number one offense in the league in terms of goals for per game at 3.76. The number one power play at 28.9%. Of course, this year the power play is uh, at 31.8. Ottawa, by the way, has the second best power play in the league. Uh, The Sens, the second lowest scoring team, five on five in the NHL. The Oilers are in the top 10 in that statistic. There's one more stat that is always relevant uh, in my world. And maybe some of you don't think it matters. Some of you think stats are for losers, especially hardcore, uh, you know, deep-rooted analytics stats. This one is not a deep-rooted analytics stat. It's simple. And that's goal differential. And since Jay Woodcroft has taken over the Edmonton Oilers a year ago, the Oilers have the second best goal differential in the NHL at plus 69. You can text us, um, 780-496-0063. Brennan, I'm going to give you a quick rip. Has this move worked for Edmonton? Bringing Jay Woodcroft up from the farm. Certainly. And, and it's funny because we talk so much and have this year in particular about players developing on the farm, but I think you have to give some credence to Jay Woodcroft stepping out of the NHL down into the American League and developing himself as a head coach. And I I think that, as I said yesterday, it's the little things, Bob, in his coaching that we see him really, really cement himself as a player's coach the Matt Berlin stuff you know having the team uh, for example uh, hang around in Montreal instead of flying during the Super Bowl the little oh, things oh, oh, was that, oh, was that... you weren't supposed to Ooh, say anything about well. that <laughs> well here we are I mean just uh, you know just things that I don't know that every other coach in the league and especially some in this conference would do for the team we had a coach a number of years ago. Uh, there was a team event that was scheduled, um, and he canceled the team event because the team had a poor performance two games earlier before. Where it was on an extended road trip. It was, it was like a four or five game road trip. And it was supposed to happen in between games four and game five. And on the second game of a road trip, the team was flat. Team had dropped a bunch of games and he said, enough's enough. We're not doing this. And that, you know, I think you got to do the little things. I really do. And I just think Jay's today's coach. I, you know, in fact, even last night, and there's an old saying, right? Uh, whining about officiating is a loser's lament. The Oilers did not get a power play in the entire game. There was one moment where Kevin Hayes was all over Zach Hyman while Hyman had the puck. And, and you know what? Philly was better than Edmonton. And they got three power plays and the Oilers didn't get any. But I didn't see Jake whining and whinging at the officials um, in last night's game. And and so uh, I think you save your bullets, and, and I'm a firm believer. Put it this way. We have a lot of people driving around Edmonton right now or sitting in their offices or, you know, potentially going to listen to us on the podcast you know, that Brendan does such a great job. We have a lot of people that are involved in coaching or mentoring. And nobody with any brains today coaches and mentors in a manner in which they believe in breaking people down and building them up, and that's how you get the most out of people. Because it's not how you get the most out of people. There is nobody with an IQ over 85 that thinks that's the way you get the most out of people. You treat people with you know professional respect and courtesy and work through problems together and challenges. And it hasn't gone perfectly this year for the Oilers. 
they easily could end up winning the Pacific Division. They certainly look like they're going to make the playoffs. I know Dom Lucision has them at about 101 points right now, which would be in a playoff spot. I've said all along I believe the team would be 47 to 52 wins. And I'm not sure what Ken Holland and the Oilers uh, hockey operations staff are going to add between now and uh, you know the conclusion of the trade deadline. Maybe it's going to be more than I thought. And conversely, maybe it might be less. That, uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I think Jay's played a factor in some of the maturation and progression of this hockey team. All right. Uh, now, last night, it wasn't exactly on full display. Edmonton were outplayed, outworked by the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers didn't have the Oilers' talent, but they got the win, and Stuart Skinner stole a point. As we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Cam Moon had the call last night. The Oilers 8-0-1 in their last nine. They will take on the Philadelphia Flyers. Sanheim will walk towards the net, but forced over to the left wing boards. Now he'll shoot it. One net and a nice save by Skinner on a redirect into the Oiler end on the right wing. He'll drop it. Shot. Scores! Kevin Hayes let it go off the right wing. And it goes short side upstairs. It's 1-0 Philadelphia. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, he's got too much button hook in his game right now. Comes down the right wing and over the line to the middle. The one-time shot by Fogel, save made by Hart. Yan Mark, left wing to McDavid, into the flyer zone, drops it to Evander Kane. He'll shoot, scores! Evander Kane lets it go off the left side. It hit the pad of Hart and went in, and this game's tied at one. Well, Carter Hart won't be happy with that one, but Evander Kane has now scored for three consecutive games. Left side to Hyman, off his stick, goes into the flyer zone. Dryside will get to it. In front of the net, he got it on goal. Fogel scores! Fogel went to the net. Loose puck and able to jam it by. Zach Hyman was in there too. Hyman got his stick on it. And the Oilers are up 2-1. to one. Flyers are looking at this right now. And are they going to say that Fogel's stick stopped? I think they're going to challenge. After Philadelphia's coaches challenged, there was goaltender interference. No goal. Kovarov off the boards, didn't get it out. Nugent Hopkins to Costin. Costin to Nugent Hopkins. His shot off the glove of Hart. Kovarov will take it back behind his net, and this game will go to overtime. The Oilers and the Flyers tied up at one through the middle into the flyer end. He'll come in. He'll shoot. Oh, glove saved by Hart. And he held on as McDavid was one-on-one with Sanheim and absolutely wired it on net. Hart made a nice save. Shootout about to begin. Morgan Frost, the next shooter for the Flyers. Might try to sell the back end here. He takes to the left, slows up. Wade shoots, scores. Reamsdyke through the middle, now shifts over to the right, comes back to the middle. Quick shot, scores. Hold it, stick side on Skinner. Leon Dreisaitl comes over to the right. Slows down, shoots, saved by Hart, and the Flyers are going to win this one. Two to one in a shootout over the Edmonton Oilers. Philadelphia played with greater desperation. They win 2-1 in a shootout. And here's another illustration with Jay Woodcroft. You know, 
y'all watched the game. If you're listening to a show called Oilers now, my guess is the majority of you saw the game. You probably weren't too happy with Edmonton's performance because they got beat in a lot of one-on-one puck battles. Philadelphia did a good job creating some turnovers. Whoever counting the turnovers in that building last night was light because uh, both teams were puking the puck up. But uh, Jay Woodcroft looked for the positive and accented that when he talked about the way the Oilers played defense. I thought our penalty kill was good again. I thought our goalie um, gave us a chance to win. I think anytime you hold a team to one goal, um, that's a real positive. Uh, you know, they got the extra one in, in the uh, shootout. But, uh, you know, the, the better we can play defensively, I think the more um, more chances we'll have to win. Uh, to come into a tough building versus a team that plays hard uh, and get a point, I think that's a positive for our team. And, uh, yeah, they did play hard. They were physical. They were out hitting the orders 2-1 to one through the first two periods of that game last night. Uh, the overturned goal, and for, for me, uh, the only thing I'd say is I wonder if we have to look at the goalies lunging out knowing that they're going to get a, uh, a favorable call in that scenario. But based on prior decisions made in the league on these sort of plays, I thought for sure the goal was going to be overturned myself. And I said that to Cam right away. Here's Jay Woodcroft on Zach Hyman's overturned goal. Well, the puck's on Fogel's tape as he's making a scoring play or a hockey play through the crease. Um, I see player 74's uh, stick come through and, and touch their own goalie. Kind of Fogel's right knee um, bends, bends that stick and affects thing. I, I think he has the right to go into that scoring area. That call didn't go our way. Um, when it gets to that point, I think it's beyond anyone's control. All right, well, and unfortunately for Zach Hyman, that's his fifth disallowed goal. And uh, he also had another one that the Oilers didn't challenge because they were up in a game that they could have easily challenged. Stuart Skinner went head-to-head against Carter Hart. It was Southside Athletic Club against uh, Sherwood Park. Uh, you know, two strong programs here in the city. Skinner had these comments on playing against the guy he's grown up playing against. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was good to, obviously, he's a fantastic goalie and um, been able to work uh, work with him a bit and be uh, become good friends. So it's always fun playing against somebody, but uh, kind of pissed me off he beat me. <laughs> and Skinner says he got lots of help from the Oilers last night. You know, I thought as a whole team, I thought, you know, keeping it at 1-1, one, one and especially we put on a lot of pressure last 10 minutes of the third period, so uh, we did a heck of a job. Doc made a huge block at the end. Um, you know, they made a nice nice play into the slot, and he made a huge block, and, um, you know, we just we tried as a group to do everything we could to, you know, win the game. Yeah, the Oilers had some guys that weren't going. I mean, Leon settled by his standards. He was fighting it a bit. He's been fighting it a bit the last couple games. Um Vander Kane was the one guy, I mean, he's, he played simple and might have been Edmonton's most effective uh, forward in that game. D had some challenges at times transitioning the puck as well. Brett Kulak, Oilers defenseman, had these thoughts on the Oilers earning points in 10 consecutive games. You want to keep looking forward. It's always about the next game and, and preparing for that. So uh, it, it's good, and we feel something building here. And, you know, tonight was a different style. Probably wasn't, wasn't our best play. We know that, and we're going to get back to work and practice tomorrow. There you have it. And they're at practice right now. It's Ottawa on Saturday, Montreal Canadiens on Sunday. We'll look a little bit at their rosters a little bit later on in today's show. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today and we'll discuss uh, seller versus buyer's market and how the landscape can shift sometimes as well. What might be true two months ago 
might not necessarily be true now. This is Oilers Now. This episode is brought to you by Tic Tac. Minty, refreshing, classic. And it's not just the Tic Tac mints. It's the new track by Canise with beats that'll leave you feeling as refreshed as a Tic Tac and a vibe that'll take you on a ride through 100 layers of flavor. Does it get any fresher than this? Tic Tac, enjoy the bright side. That hundred layer joy ride. Pop one, let's paint the town. Freshman flavors all around. Take a ride on a Tic Tac. Pick up a pack of Tic Tac mints today. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, welcome back, everybody. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 1225 in Edmonton. This one comes in. Bob Warren Fogel's left knee drove into Carter Hart. It wasn't even close as far as I'm concerned. Can't run the goalie uh, while he's in the crease, whether you possess the puck or not. And the question I get, easy disallowed goal. Look, I thought it was going to be a disallowed goal right away, too, if you listen to the broadcast. I had just because that's how they've called them. Um, the one thing, you know, our goaltender is getting smarter and coming further out outside the crease or the point of the crease to meet the contact to induce the call. I guess that is a question uh, for down the road. But Edmonton just simply were not good enough. Brendan, we got Elliot. We'll push NHL today. Uh, we'll give a double plug for Drew Shamahorn and the staff at uh, Elite Promotional Marketing. They do a great job. Uh, we'll, we'll work something in uh, when we wrap up Elliot today at, at uh, uh, 12.55. You know, it's funny. I believe it's a seller's, uh, or sorry, a buyer's market. Um, Frank Cervalli was on Tuesday, buyer's market. It's the first question I'm going to ask. Elliot, buyer's market. And you wonder, I, I know this, it's my belief that sellers asking prices drop. Like we talked a while ago about Carlson. And I'd heard that, you know, they weren't looking to retain that much, maybe under 20%. And they were looking for three first rounders. I mean, the guy's having an all-world season. You know, what could they get if they came down and knocked that $11.5 million cap price, cap hit for the four more seasons? You know, if they, if they, you know, ate a significant portion, what could they end up getting? And does that change the closer to the deadline? You know, we've talked about Chikrin, and I'd heard all along that it was two future number ones minimum, a prospect, and then with the recognition that they'd be taking some money back. And then I heard subsequent, well, no, they don't want to take any money back right now. Does that change the closer you to get to the deadline? I had some people suggest to me that Sam Lafferty has drawn interest for multiple teams in Chicago, thinking maybe they can get a late first-round pick for him. I don't think that's ultimately what they get. Again, what's true today doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be true in, you know, <laughs> three weeks when we get to the NHL trade deadline. That's just the reality of the situation. I think most of you fundamentally understand that as well. Uh, so this is going to be something to monitor. Um, 
for, you know, the orders because the orders have got a decent team here. And I think they're going to add something. In the meantime, and in between time, to paraphrase Ed Whalen, the late great Ed Whalen, uh, the Oilers have got Kyler Yamamoto closing in on a potential return to the lineup. The fact that they have not announced any moves, they didn't put anybody on waivers today, is a sign. It's probably a good bet if you watch the NHL Hockey and Rogers uh, broadcast last night. I mentioned this in the second intermission. My guess is Yamamoto returns Wednesday against Detroit. Uh, the Oilers have got Ottawa and Montreal back-to-back. Pretty sure we're going to see Pugliarvi in one of those games. And then the Oilers are going to have to get creative on Monday, which is a CBA-mandated off day. So we'll monitor that. Again, we'll do NHL today for elite promotional marketing a little bit later on. Elliot Friedman for Abe's Door Service coming up after a global news, weather, traffic, Update brought to you by Eileen Bell.